0: That's what he does. You just focus on the Lord. And and I remember he says the words, he said, God's gonna raise you up son. He said, God is going to lift you up, God's going to raise you up, and He's going to give you a power, and He's going to use you. And I can't remember all the words, but boy, I felt the Spirit of God come on me, and I thought, whoa, my Lord, I thank you. Lord, this is what I need to hear. Don't focus on the devil because he is doing his job. That's what he does. Focus on Jesus Christ because he's going to do his job inside of you. Be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God. The whole armor. You know what's wrong with too many Christians? They got a helmet of salvation and that's it. They're not protected. They're defenseless against the attacks of the evil one because they got that I'm saved mentality. And they can't handle their problems. They can't handle the attacks. They can't handle the opposition that comes against them. So when they get hit, they fold. The Bible says put on the whole armor. All of it. And I, I don't. I want to try to simplify this because I'm a simple kind of guy. This armor that we're talking about, if you just want to get right down to the bottom of it, really refers to having your faith in Jesus Christ The one who brings salvation, the one who brings deliverance, the one who gives you protection against the powers of darkness, put on the whole armor of God. But it covers other things too that I won't bring out this morning if I can. Put on the whole armor. Put it on. mean, Putting it on means that you don't take it off. This is something you put on. You put listen, when you put this on, you put this on as salvation. You go to bed with it. You get up with it. You go to work with it. You go to school with it. You go to Walmart with it. You go out into this world with it. When you get saved and accept Jesus Christ into your heart, you at that very moment just put on a new man created in Jesus Christ and you are now a child of God and you don't take it off. Put on the whole armor of God. And the, the definition or the idea is like putting on a garment, putting your clothes on. The only difference is we put clothes on and take clothes off at a certain time, but this, this clothing is a spiritual clothing. You don't take it off. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. you got to have protection. Well, yeah, Jesus, He's our protection, but there's some things that He requires of us to know in order for us to stand against these attacks. There's things we've got to know. The whole armor of God... That you put on the whole armor that you can be able to stand against that's the wilds refers to the methods of the devil. You know Satan has all kinds of methods in which he comes against us. Met every kind con- the government, society, religion, the job, I mean the work you you every. Our society has evil influences all in it. It's infiltrated with it. The devil is the God of this world. The Bible says he's the God of the system of this world. He's working overtime to try to pervert, to try to twist, to try to attack the church. He's trying to destroy the church. He's trying to get rid of the influence of Christianity. Christianity. This is how you're going to stand against the attacks. By putting on something. Put on what, Thomas? Well, you put on Jesus Christ. You put your faith in what he did and you know what? When you do that, guess who works in you? The Holy Spirit. Now listen, if you don't do that, the Holy Spirit don't work and now you're left to yourself. When are we going to get that? Let me go here again. The message of the cross ain't something that you try one time. Well, I heard this years ago and i I seen a great change. Okay, where are you now? Is this still working in your life now? Is it still bringing the change? Are you still being protected? Are you still being helped in the midst of the attacks? Because sometimes you can feel like I ain't going to make it, but see... When you feel like you can't make it, and the Holy Ghost in you, the one you trust in, says, I can help you to overcome, you can make it. You can make it. You can make it if you go God's way. Well, it's real simple here this morning. Because in verse 12 says, we wrestle not. But boy, do we want to. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. How is Satan attacking us? He, how, what does he use a lot of times? Flesh and blood. <laughs> Human beings. Evil people. Evil government. Evil politicians. We look at their policies and we think, are they crazy? Are they stupid? What's wrong with them? Are they evil? That the devil, the devil is guiding a lot of them. He's using them to try to instill policies in our nation that are against God, that are against God's word. And it's an evil society. And in your flesh, you really just like to wring their neck. You know, when somebody does something to you that hurts you, you know the first, listen, we all know the first reaction. You know, when somebody steals something from you, you know your first reaction, don't you? That's all of us. There ain't a person in this place that when something bad or negative happens to you, at the moment it happens, there's something of your flesh don't want to rise up, come on, and say, I'll handle this myself. <laughs> give me five minutes with them. Police, they won't need the police, give me five minutes with them. And you were tempted to. I know. I, I. I. It's happened to me recently. Some of y'all don't heard it. You don't. I don't like to feel violated. You look. It, it, I mean, you won't talk about something to make you have to eat humble pie. You sit and watch somebody on a video camera walk up into your house or into your place of business and take something from you, and you have to sit there and you look at it and you watch it and you know there's nothing you could do about it because you got robbed. It's a humbling thing, brother. But you have to realize the other side. God already knew this was going to happen. This Nobody's getting over on God. The thief will pay. Those that commit evil will pay. They, you always pay for your sin. You always pay for it no matter what it is. Whether it's thieving, lying, stealing, cheating, committing adultery. You always pay for your sin. There's a payday for it. But in the flesh, you want to handle it. And it's in those times that you'll find the Holy Spirit weakening you, saying, let me handle it. Let let me have my way in your heart. Let me change you in this. Let me give you more mercy. Let me help you to have more peace. Let me help you to trust me more. I knew this was coming. You didn't. You were sleeping and snoozing, but I wasn't. I knew it was coming, but you didn't. And that's how it is with us. God knows what's coming our way, but you don't. You don't know what you could wake up to in the morning and walk out the door to. But you see, here's the good news. You're able, according to the word, to be ready to withstand it. To withstand it. When your children are being attacked, that's not fun to watch your children get attacked, is it? As a parent, you want to protect your children. But you know, there's just some things you ain't going to be able to do because God ain't going to let you. There's some things as, as human beings, there's only so far we can go, even with our families. And it's in those times that God is trying to do something in us to teach us more dependence upon him. And the, our children sometimes can be some of the most sensitive things that God can use to deal with us. I remember Michaela. Y'all heard the story. Y'all seen it. Well, you said, y'all watched it. You were here. As she got a little rebellious. Near 18 years old. She waited her 18, though, pretty much. She didn't try it too much before then because she knows she had my foot in her rear end. But we knew it was coming. You could feel it, could sense it, could see it. And boy, the Lord's already dealing with me. You're going to have to let go of her. (laughs) You're going to have to let go. No, no, you don't. You don't. She don't quit being your daughter and loving her and wanting to help her and protect her, but you got to let go in here. I gave her to you, but she's mine. She wants to do her own thing, so you're going to have to let her because her hearing you talk about the stuff you went through ain't enough. She's got to have her own, her own experience. She's got to find out that alcohol is nasty. She's got to find out that alcohol make you puke. She's got to find out. <laughs> she got out one weekend with a bunch of, you know, young people and they thought they was going to be cool drinking and stuff. And I was up praying that night. I said, God, in the name of Jesus, the Lord put it on my heart. I knew. It. And I said, make her sick. I said, make her so sick, Lord, that she pukes her guts. And I'll never forget, she told me later on, she said, was you praying for me? Were you praying for me? Because I said, yeah, I was praying for you. And she said, I got so sick, I drank that stuff and I was puke. I said, oh, thank you, Jesus. That's what you need to do is get you some sickness from it. Find out that the devil's dirty. Find out that this is a lie of the devil. This stuff ain't good for you. It's how the devil tries to destroy people. So sometimes it ain't just enough to say don't drink. Sometimes you just gotta let them try it so they can figure it out for their own. Sister Michaela, drink something? What have you done? (laughs) That ain't the unpardonable sin. That ain't the end of the world. There's some things that shouldn't shock you to know that your neighbor did. There's some things they shouldn't throw. If you are where you need to be with the Lord, then hearing your brother or somebody say something they shouldn't have said in the heat of the moment, it ain't going to throw you off. Cause you understand they got their flesh like you are. Sometimes I say something that I don't need to say. I said something around him last week. He said, I never heard you talk like that, but I was upset. I was burning a little bit. I wasn't happy about somebody robbing me. He said, boy, I knew you was mad cause I'd never heard you say that. But I just said, Lord, I'm sorry. Forgive me. It wasn't the end of the world. It ain't the end of the world because you said something wrong. Come on, somebody. You're flesh. You're going to react. Sometimes we don't react right, including me. Miss Grace, are you with me? We don't always react right. I want to live right. I love God. I want to be holy. I want to be righteous. I want God to be pleased with my life. But there's times I'm weak, and I don't quite act right. It's in those times that God is teaching me how to withstand even more the attacks of the enemy, how to put things into his hand. Let him have control because he's trying to bring about a spiritual change in my life that will affect me for the good. We wrestle not, but we want to. Against flesh and blood, you don't. You don't want to pray for your boss. You want to slap your boss. You want to wring your boss's neck. You want to get a ball bad. You'd like to huh, take him out back for a few minutes. You want to wrestle with him. <laughs> so I said last week, I said, "Lord, just let me have this thief for a few minutes." before the police get him. Just let me have him. They won't need him. Because my flesh don't like it. And stealing is wrong. It is a sin. And anybody that thinks that thieves don't need to go to jail, you got something wrong with you. You don't steal from people, idiot. You don't lie. You don't cheat.